Not too heavy. That's not too heavy. We can handle that. We can handle that. That's light work. Hey, y'all. It's Easton Oliver. And I'm happy to be here. Um, I'm the silent leader. I am the, the scholar and now host to the Serve the People podcast show, formerly known as the Touch the People podcast show. And the podcast um, hashtag uh, Touch the People is still alive and well. And I thank you so much for um, you're responsible for that. That's that's not me. Um, You are those that are sharing and those that are connecting and um, touching people and um, really being a resource for, um, you know, your peers. And um, I appreciate your uh, continued, um, um, 
you know, just being, just listening and being dedicated to, um, the podcast. Um, appreciate you guys, man. I really do. Uh, I, I was trying not to let today be a heavy, um, content, you know, day, but <clears throat> I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like, um, we need moments like this to, um, you know, challenge ourselves and increase vulnerability and um, allow ourselves to grow. Um, and and so I, I wanted to uh, kind of, you know, have an opportunity to, to share um, just on, you know, when it comes to or, or less like what I'm trying to unpack is just like emotions just emotions and there's just because there's a sea of emotions and there's a sea of people and we're all interacting and whether it be you know socially on the internet or it be um socially you know face to face in person or email or, or phone calls there's you know communication just in general i i initially wanted to um just have conversations about communication in the sense of, you know, business communication and, you know, jargon and when is it appropriate to use, you know, and like people getting offended. And when I, when I just had time to think more about what I was trying to get across was, um, and and it all, it all ties, it all works, um, with me, um, at, at least wanting to explore that avenue and it's emotions. The bottom line is the emotions that we feel and the emotions that we project and the emotions that we absorb, um, based on who we're connected to. So, um, partly I think this is a gem for anyone that is an employee, anyone that is um, if your if your hustle is nine to five or you know ten thirty to seven or eleven thirty to eight, whatever your eight hour you know your hustle is you working and trying to navigate uh, corporate America, or if even if it be a, a small you know closely held you know privately held um, uh, you know um, smaller company that you work for that's not a multinational um, corporation um, but if that is your hustle navigating and you know trying to learn more and and find out where you fit in and um, grow with an organization and um, hope to um, make an impact in the department that you work in um, or the 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 different, you know, peers and team members that you interface with and interact with. That's great. 1000%. That is great. And I wish you well. But there are some things that you need to understand, especially if you're young. And especially if you haven't had any mentors, if you haven't had, um, you know, real tough conversations. And importantly, if you haven't failed yet, and I say yet because failure is 
going to happen. It's, you know, how you learn from it and what you do um, when it happens. I've only learned by failing. And I've been um, in pretty good positions to, um, you know, receive some mentorship from. And, and my experience with mentors are, you know, I don't want to say short-lived, but um, at least in a, a you know, um, you know, identified mentorship relationship where the mentor knows he is the mentor and I know that I'm the mentee. I've had that relationship um, with a couple people. Um, and so if you don't have a mentor and if you haven't failed, um, it's coming, your failure. Uh, I'm not wishing it on you, but there is going to be a time where you perceive something as failure. And it is only failure when you identify it as failure. Um, anyway, I this is I'm not the the uh, um, I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm preaching to the choir for you know lack of a better saying or quote. Um, no, I, I just I just feel like there's some there are some people that are unequipped for. Um, what, what lies ahead? So shout out to you if you're listening to this at your cubicle, at your job, working your nine to five hustle. Um, shout out to you if you are driving in your car. As always, I ask you to listen responsibly. Uh, shout out and big out to the, uh, big up to the stay at home parents, stay at home moms and dads, uh, all the caregivers, all the grandparents and aunts and uncles who watch children during the day so the parents can go and hustle and do what they do to get their hands dirty. Um, shout out to the students that are on spring break. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome, welcome, especially if you're new. Um, I'm Eastern Oliver. I'm the host. This is the Serve the People podcast show. Recent name change, by the way, from Touch the People. Um, nothing major. Just thought it was appropriate for a name change. Um, <clears throat> the aim of this podcast is to be a virtual coffee break. Except I'm not drinking coffee at the moment. Um, and it's a little later in the day. Yeah, I, um, I've had a really good week. I've had a really good week, and, and I'll, I'll try to not bounce around so I can really hone in and focus on the points that I, that I want to make and the, the points that I want to leave you with. Um, so taking a step back, if you're new. My aim with this podcast is to be a virtual coffee break. I generally drink coffee when I am recording. Um, at the moment, um, I'm not drinking anything. Um, and that's not because it's a long fasting day or, or anything like that. I'm, I'm, when it comes to lifestyle and fitness, I'm kind of easing off of the intermittent fasting and, um, 
eating when my body wants to eat and giving myself some room to enjoy other foods and um, when I'm not hungry, I just won't eat. So if that's intermittent fasting, but backwards, because it's not a, um, you know, it's not like the, you know, every 12 hours or, you know, fasting for 12 to 13 hours for like keto. Like I, I don't follow keto or anything like that. Um, yeah, if that makes sense. So, yeah, the aim is to be a virtual coffee break from whatever it is people do to get them hands dirty, to get their hands dirty, whether they work a full time job, whether they are stay at home parent, whether they homeschool, whether, you know, whether they run a daycare center, they cut hair, they do nails in the basement, they, um, you know, um, do landscaping. If you're an entrepreneur. Um, whatever you do that you consider work, this is your break. This is your opportunity to connect with a community of like-minded thinkers, uh, of people that don't judge you, people that understand your challenges and under, may not, well, may not understand your challenges, but understand that there are challenges, um, and um, especially if you're a creative, right? You need to be around. You need energy. You need good vibes. I, <laughs> speaking of vibes, um, I'm I'm loosely um, calling myself the vibes builder, the vibes curator. Like I curate the vibes. Like I'm, I am, I am the connector. I am. Um, I'm the curator, man. <laughs> I curate the vibes. I like the way it sounds, too. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I've I've had a I've had a really good week. Very hopeful, um, very um, promising. Very um, a week that's been full of um, definitely some challenges, um, definitely some pain. Um, and that's with relationships and with, um, working and trying to be collaborative, um, with people in your, in your respective space or in your personal life. Um, reflecting on my week, I've had pockets of receiving really, really good news, um, and opportunities to connect with myself, um, and opportunities to um, you know continually grow and figure out and you know how you know how do I how do I take the next step or what is the next step in um, trying to be better, trying to be better at what I do to get my hands dirty, trying to be a, a better um, human being, a better person um, in society. And that's hard. There's there's pressure in that. Um, but I don't think it has to be. I don't think there has to be pressure um, 
I mean, yeah, like people will dissect that, you know, because when it comes to pressure, I'm not, I'm not trying to spend this episode dissecting words and inter and interpreting what meanings are. Some things are just black and white, you know. A lot of things are black and white. It's gray based on what? Um, maybe interpretation. Maybe the gray area comes in where we don't want to deal with the black and whiteness of a, of a circumstance, of a situation. Um, I won't go down any you know, rabbit holes or anything like that today. But I think this, this episode is about, maybe this episode is about what my aim is with this podcast. Like, why do we need a break? We need a break to get around good energy. We need a break to get around something that's going to encourage us. We need to get around people that are like-minded so that the emotions that we absorb are the good ones. We need to get around enough of the good stuff so that it sticks. Because for the most part, the negative emotions are what sticks around and what's fleeting are yawns. And, you know, like, think about it. If you're in a room, you're in a meeting, you're in a conference, you're in a, um, you know, some, a group of people are, are coming together to discuss something. And someone in the room yawns. I guarantee you, you are going to yawn right after they do. But you can leave the room and you won't yawn anymore. If someone in the room had um, some, you know, uh, awkwardness or uh, anxiety or some nervousness or... Um, you know, you, you could sense that energy when you leave the room, you'll still have that feeling. It happens to me all the time. And I think that's why I always run to music or I run to happy people, not even to vent just to, you know, and, and everyone's different. Some people rather go out and get sun. And they equate that to everyone needs sun in order to feel happy. Not everyone needs sun to feel happy. You feel happy when you are in the sun. That's not meant for anyone. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, yeah, we're we're talking friendship. We're talking... Relationship, we're talking energy, we're talking attitude, we're talking mindset. 
Um, and we're talking um, life and, and, and how I want this podcast to be in rhythm with, you know, your day to day. Like my, uh, my big, my big dream is that I am creating the playlist to your process because I play a song at the beginning and I want to play a song at the end. There's so much that I find in music that can deliver a message and that can help turn attitudes and and, um, and change lives because music has been there to do that for me. Um, I had a, a very um, vulnerable moment earlier today. Uh, when I confessed a, a ton of things to um, my spouse, to my wife, and um, and because I didn't realize how alone I've lived my life, and I've structured my life based on my fears and insecurities. So the relationships that I have with people. I thank God for them because I think it's I think I think I make it difficult for people to build a relationship with me. And I don't want that to be the case. I'd like to think that I'm a likable, affable person that has good energy and loves to be around people and um, likes sharing ideas and and likes connecting and likes, you know, helping people, you know, sort through the clutter and and helping people solve problems and, you know, being available and being a being a good person, being a friend like I want. I want all those. And I feel like that is who I am. But that's only to a, a that's only to. Um, a handful. As far as like close access, you know, that has to change. So, I think this episode is also about us being honest with ourselves. I always say I'm big on self-audit, but I wasn't big on the self-audit that um, I should have been big on. And that's the emotions. Emotions. Emotional. Um, You know, what's tough to discuss and what's tough um, and what's unpopular. I feel like as a climate, I feel like the climate of where we are as a people, you know, with lifestyles and health and fitness, um, it it started with physical and it's slowly moving into mental health um, to the point that municipalities and states and cities and local townships are starting to incentivize um, 
you know, key professionals that are in that space, they're incentivizing them um, to, to accommodate. Because there's a lack of mental professionals. I know for sure in Minnesota, um, I definitely know where debate lie on that topic. Um, and there's a scarcity of representation from men and, um, and also, um, you know, areas of, of practice, um, Yeah, I silence my notifications, and I I hope that um, any vibrations or tones that you may hear, I hope it's not distracting. I have a quote from George Washington, and he says, True friendship is a plant of slow growth and must undergo and withstand the shocks of adversity before it is entitled to the appellation. Before, and all appellation means is, you know, the designation, the the title of friendship in this case. It's basically saying that when you get a real friend, by the point that they have earned the title friend because... That friendship has withstood adversity and has been tested and tried. It's after that that they've earned the title friend. So, yes, I always talk about investing in people. And I do invest in people and I invest in myself. I think there's there's so much more to life that we need to be intentional about. And it starts with being honest with who you are and where you've been. And you have to be honest to connect with people. And you have to be in position, you have to be intentional about meeting people. I'm not talking about dating here. I'm not talking about finding a spouse. I'm talking about to be able to do what you love, to be productive in society. You have to insert yourself. You have to put yourself out there. No one can live a life of seclusion and you know I, I I'm just gonna say it I like even people that have pets like oh I'm just gonna be a cat person or I'm just gonna be a dog person no they're animals and you can love animals but you're a person you won't connect with an animal like you can a person Do you guys understand what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
I was not. This was not what I was intending um, today being. But as I sat down and was like starting to prepare myself for, you know, like recording mode, I just felt this. Like it was heavy. And I know I'm not the only one that feels like that. Maybe we we haven't had opportunities to put breath to it. I know I, for sure, didn't have opportunity and the honesty like to put breath to it. Um, my daughter's on spring break this weekend, and so she's she's here. Um, and one of the uh, one of my goals, because you know, I think I mentioned it some weeks ago. Um, you know, about a moment where it be it became it became emotional, or I became emotional, and in the sense that I. Um, like it got heavy on me. Um, just the weight of the opportunity with this podcast and, you know, the folks that I have connected with um, through social media. And social media is such a powerful tool when you're using it um, in a positive way or you're trying to use it in, in, a, in a positive way and, and your actions are... Um, good, you know, um, you know, just hearing from people and the likes and the comments on the content and, um, you know, what I see attached to the touch the people hashtag, uh, it's so encouraging. It's so encouraging. And it, it, you know, it dawned on me that, my voice is recorded and it's uploaded to a, to multiple platforms. Um, and at some point, my children will be able to search and play this stuff back. That's 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 crazy. That's amazing. That's powerful. When they are adults, um, and are in, you know, I don't want to say sound mind, but like when they're mature, they'll be able to connect with the 39-year-old dad um, when they were a child and what my intentions were and what I was trying to do and what I was hopeful for and where where I've been blessed and where we have been blessed as a family. That's special. And there's people that don't like the way content is being created and shared because of technology and everything's on your phone and you and you can't live without your phone and uh, I can you imagine what 
what it was like when the first telephone was made, when the first telegraph was made. You know, there were technological advances throughout history that were, um, you know, um, like renaissance to, you know, the, the norm that was complete, you know, it was like, how do you, how do you even think that I want to talk to you when I'm standing way down the street or I want to send a message to St. Louis when I'm in Chicago and I don't, I don't have to ride a horse to get there to see you. I can telephone you or telegraph you and or write you a letter and have someone that is not a neighbor or friend that happens to be traveling that in, in that direction and I want to send their letter with you. No, there's a company, there's uh, the government has, you know, letter transport. I mean, we've gone through so many technological advances and science and technology just continues to improve. And in some ways, we think we are lightening the load, um, but in some ways creating our own problems. And, um, you know, it's not 100% um, uh you know, like opportunities to, um, like offer convenience, you know, sometimes it's, sometimes it's a hassle. (sighs) I was going to apologize again. Um, but I don't think that, uh, an apology is, needed for um, for this it's not about saying sorry for something I again I feel that we all are dealing with you just weren't spending enough time to unpack it and diagnose it Where else do we spend 40 to 60 hours a week? Even if we're students, we don't spend those many hours in school. Parenting is a life, lifetime job. But where do we spend 40 to 60 hours a week? Outside of the house. Work. Our jobs. Our businesses. And when we reflect on feelings in those spaces, we've been taught to leave our emotions at the door. I've been told all my career it's what you do to accomplish things the right way. 
You handle your moods. You handle your emotions the best way you know how. And when you want to get something done, right, you ignore them. But the signs have always been there that emotions in the workplace matter. That's why there's surveys. That's why there's customer satisfaction. And, you know, human resource professionals are always wanting to weigh, um, you know, um, like employee, employee, uh, what are they like kind of umbrella it under? Like, not employee satisfaction, but like, you know, like employee morale and, you know, whatever other piece of jargon they want to throw at it and label it. It's emotion, bottom line. And they want to know about the emotions you have at work and how they impact your productivity. This is no knock against human resources and and organizations because we should be caring about that. And we should be spending more attention um, diagnosing and exposing that. And we should be, I don't want to get too far ahead, but we need to offer and offer Um, We need to offer feedback, but we also need to be in a space where we encourage feedback and we, we, um, you know, support um, long conversations, not just short answers. Because in the end, you know, companies are developing future leaders, but where's the characters that's being Develop. Where's the characteristics? Where's the um, where where are those soft skills? How are they being developed? My opinion is I don't think they are. You know, there are so many personality tests out there. For oh, this person is this, so they're that, and this person is that, so they're this. And this person would be good at this, and this person would be good at that. There have been so many um, like there's there's new you know mediums to give us information, but not enough practical on what do I do with it. And that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. I'm trying to sort through the clutter and give you something and tell you something that may make sense to you, something that you can go ahead and try. Attitude. Have a good attitude. Try and be open-minded. 
try and be, you know, have gratitude, man. If you're infectiously enthusiastic, be that. But then also be the vulnerable person. Help someone else grow. Someone that's, even someone that's cancerous to your department. And if it's your job to fire them, yes, fire them. But on their way out, let them know why you fired them. Or give them an opportunity to change. Maybe, you know, maybe it's a, uh, you know, maybe it's it's this or your, you know, not an ultimatum, but like, hey, this is where we are. And if nothing changes, it results in, in you being fired. Um, we have to be able to take constructive criticism. We have to be able to take feedback. We have to be able to understand and not take it personal when someone says that your um, your emotions are affecting how you're working and I can tell that something's wrong Um, please don't ignore it Um, we can't leave our feelings at home we just can't feelings don't go anywhere even when we try to repress them. What I'm learning is they just come out in other, you know, uncontrolled ways that have impact on not only our performance, but, you know, especially just like staying on terms of like companies and jobs. And, it's, you know, your workplace culture. You know, they they come out when you're at home, um, on your kids and in your, um, um, in your relationship with your spouse. It affects our workplace. You know, if you're in an environment where everyone's frowning, you know, and emotions go beyond, you know, you know, reflexes on the face or with the face, you know, you can yawn and move on and leave a room and and not be around um, where the negativity was. But you'll still have those emotions. They stick to us. They affect the rest of our day. And that's because the you know the negative emotions are the most powerful. Happiness is contagious. Best believe it. You encounter some Good vibes in the morning. Right? And then you, you know, get to work and, you know, your colleague or the person that you 
you know, interact with in the elevator is just complaining. You gotta, you gotta pray that door, you know, gets to the next floor fast, so you can run out of there. Or, you know, you're probably the positive framework they needed, where you can turn whatever their situation around and see the positive in it. Because we can't ignore it. We can't. You know, it, I, it doesn't start and stop with employees. I mean, I think senior managers have to have to deal with that also. You know, like how. How can I say this? So, like, your leaders could be cultivating the anxiety and um, the nervousness and the unrest um, that's happening in the workplace because there's a lack of transparency or they're standoffish. They're standoffish. So what I was going to say was, you know, how you feel when you are around your leader depends on the, or um, not depends on, but like how you feel is how probably a lot of people feel. And that's the vibe. And if you feel like they are unapproachable and you are left in the dark and you're blind to what's going on, then the leader is probably the issue. I'm not saying that you as a person, you are, um, you know, not guilty at all. But that's where... That's where you that's where you have to start exploring. You start with yourself and you look at your surroundings. And you start taking the temperature. You start measuring that culture at work, that you know, the temperature of that culture at work and in your work environment. You know, people will leave jobs because of it. Even jobs they like. They won't leave because of the pay. They'll leave because they feel like they were not valued. And they probably felt like they were not valued because they weren't dealing with their emotions. Why were you withdrawing from work? Why were you, you know, subconsciously pulling away and, and losing your commitment? Because you started taking on other people's emotions about the job, about the industry, about the opportunities of advancement, uh, about the leadership. 
the, the list goes on and on. We have to take more time in exploring. You don't have to run out and get a counselor right away. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I think what I'm saying is we, we have to start somewhere. And realize that every day is a new opportunity to try and be different, to try and change, to try and be better. Every day is connected to the next. Just because you go to bed doesn't mean you're going to wake up feeling happy. Mindset says you should be happy when you wake up because you're alive. And thank God you're alive. But those same emotions are still there. You may not see them right away because you haven't had your coffee. Or because you haven't had to interact with anyone yet. But when you're blowing up on people, it's because you have emotions that you haven't dealt with. I mean, we're bringing this to work. And, and we are affecting our team members and our executives and our coworkers. We're going into meetings. We're going behind closed doors with like 14 to 15 people. And, you know, you, um, you know, you want to be, you want to participate. You want to speak up. You're trying to be positive, but every other word is, you know, tearing something down and not building it up. It's there. It's there. We see it. And some of you are living it. It's not a bad thing. It's just, it's the thing. It's a thing. I think um, there are, I don't know, you know, maybe HR could do a better, a better job with hiring. So looking at, you know, the cognitive skills as well as the emotional skills and, you know, just encourage Self-awareness and authenticity. I think that's... That's all I have, guys. That's all I do. That's all I have. Um, this is... This is... This has been good. This was... Four... Four... Um, pieces of content for the month of March... So I met my goal. I'm feeling happy about that. I'm feeling thankful and grateful and happy. I hope that uh, that you're able to um, use this this podcast to uh, help you. Um, just help you. 
I have no expectations um, on what it's going to do. But my, I know that I am intentional at, um, you know, giving our community some, uh, some hard tips on some things they can do. There is a song I want to play, um, um, that I think is, um, appropriate for for right now um, and I hope that uh, it's encouraging to you I'm Easton Oliver I'm the silent leader I am the scholar this has been the serve the people podcast show continue to use the hashtag hashtag touch the people uh, this is a song called mountains by Sean C. Johnson Take us higher, but 
we love the valley, so we pursue our own desires. It's a crying shame what we do to none the pain. When there's power in your name, they hear the sick and hear the name. It's like we fight against you like you ain't out here fighting for us. And all these trials and tribulations, giving the help grow is hard. I know it is, especially when you're scared of heights. And every time you turn around, it's like you got another fight. So I pray the words will speak a fool to curb the appetite. And when the morning comes, I hope you're there so we can share the light. Until then, I'll be sipping from the fountain. You found me on the rough side of the mountain. I'm gone.